Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Health and Truths is so excited and happy to announce that we're now in partnership with Vivo Life. It's crazy, it's cool, and I'm here for it. So you can now use our affiliate link in all of our bios and use the code HHT10 for 10% off. I really loved Vivo Life for some time. A great ethos around them being fully plant-based and environmentally friendly. Not to mention these great ingredients and very high quality products. So please use our link, it'll help us out a lot and use the code HHT10. Thank you. Ahoy there, listeners and watchers. It's been about three weeks since we recorded, so we're rusty and there's some, there were some issues with sound. So if there's annoying noises, then <laughs> sorry. But if you don't like annoying noises, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. <laughs> um, we have some flood damage repairs going on still, so that is why you hear a little, like a little drill sound. Was it a saw? Anywho... Yeah, it's a good episode. It's all about processed foods and refined foods, and we have fun with it. We're a bit rusty, but now we're back into the swing of it, and it's all good times now. And you might see seen via our Instagram or Facebook that Meg, Jules, and I are walking Trek 26 for Outside the Society. And that is on July 4th, and all our Just Giving pages will be linked in the bios of, of this episode. And also on the Health Home Truths website, <laughs> healthhometruths.com. So yeah, please give if you can. We need to raise £300 each and it'd be great if you could help. What else? Yeah, it's a good episode and I hope you enjoy it. That's all from me. <laughs> Welcome back to Health Home Troops. I don't feel we've recorded in like three weeks or something, so bear with me. Bear with us if we're rusty. But it is nice to be back. And we're actually made we've made big changes recently, such as this wall. So that's nice and soundproof now. Many other changes. You would have seen the thumbnail change. What other change? Haircut. I chopped all my hair off. Feel like a new man. Been jumping higher, running faster. Showering faster as well. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to blow dry your hair anymore. God, it took so long. I never thought I'd need that life hack where people have their hair up in the towel because that really did help. <laughs> that saved so much time. I didn't know why people did it. I was like, I guess that is to dry it. But I should have taken a picture while you still had the hair so people could see. I think I have a picture. Do you? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the changes. 
all for but Yeah, I like change. I want some more change. Yeah. <laughs> Not it back at me. <laughs> so what else has we done has we done <laughs> recently? We watched Ben Askren, Jake Paul oh, fight. Yeah, well we thought Well we did we didn't stay up for it. We went to bed, woke up at three thirty in the morning and waited two hours for it. <laughs> I can't believe we did that. I know. I still love Ben. Oh, I think I love Ben more. Yeah. Purely because he, he got the bag as well, though. So that I felt so sad when he got hit that hard in the head. Mm. He's hit, he's been hit with worse shots than that. I know, but on live TV, everyone's watching. It's embarrassing. Yeah, I guess so. I'd be embarrassed. <laughs> I'd be so embarrassed. <laughs> and what else recently? There was another thing. Was there? There was. What to do with? I don't know. Well, I've moved to a different convenience store. Oh yeah, you have. Which is actually more convenient for me because it's closer. <laughs> How's that? How's that? The convenience store is getting more convenient. More way more convenient for me over the times. But yeah, it's uh, it's nice. We were going to watch Britannia yesterday and talk about that, but then we didn't. No, we weren't. You said we're going to talk about it, and I said no, we're not. <laughs> oh, I just want to talk about. TV. This isn't a TV show, show, podcast. That's the only thing I'm interested in. Uh, that's not true. We will watch Seaspiracy. That'll be the next episode. We will. We've been saying it for about four weeks, but actually, this time we will. Yeah, we will. <laughs> <laughs> we won't. We will. We're going to watch it. It's going to make me sad. I watched ten minutes of it with Dad ages ago, and it made me feel sick. Yeah, it, it, but it's the truth, isn't it? Some yeah. people are like, oh, it's... Maybe some of it, and there is a narrative, I mean, and it is meant to be a bit scary for everyone, but that does, the truth does hit home. Yeah. Well, I've stopped eating fish now. Not that I really was since I moved here, but I I've... prawns. Efficient, well, yeah, the prawns. And some fish. The sea bugs. <laughs> the bottom dwellers. But, yeah, it's, uh, that, that does work, though, the scary tactics. It really does. Well, not on everyone. No. Sometimes people need kindness. Which is why kindness. I'm going to talk about, you know, rising earth news. I've showed you. Have you? They talk about the positive. Yeah, oh, yes, yes, you have shown pos- me. Po- positives coming out of climate change. Or, like, like news that is... Good. Optimistic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I prefer that. I prefer that because then I feel more optimistic about what I'm doing <laughs> rather than... The world's ending, yeah, everything's yeah, yeah. terrible, the seas are We're gonna so be bad. We've been so naughty. Because I'm like, but I'm trying. And then At least this feels... is like, we're doing all right, okay? Exactly. Some things are getting better. Yeah. So I think that's great. Shout out to that. Oh, the dogs had their teeth cleaned. That was new. Yeah. Mary did had six to. teeth out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God, they were so doped up when they came back. I felt really <laughs> sorry for them. <laughs> Pippin's eyes were like behind the eyes. <laughs> you looked like you'd been out all night. Drinking. Technically, he had been out all day, so. He'd been out all day on drugs. And Mary was just out for the count, wasn't she? I feel Poor little so sausage. Sorry for Mary. But now it's done. Exactly. Much healthier for it. If you've you? got dogs that are reaching senior age, eight, nine, ten, if they haven't had their teeth cleaned, look into it. Why? Because they can't clean their teeth. So whatever they've been eating over those eight, nine years has slowly been. Although Pippin, his teeth were perfect, apparently. He just needed a little a little clean. Really? Mary had a rare problem that is most seen in cats. <laughs> 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 but of course, of course, Mary's all... Classic Mary. 
having a cat problem, not a dog problem. <laughs> she was acting up, being, <laughs> she was like, I'm going to do this on purpose. <laughs> Try to be more cat-like. So that's pretty good, isn't it? Good news, good news. I think that's everything. That is everything, I think. new thumbnail? Oh, Vivo Life. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> The biggest thing we forgot. This podcast is now sponsored by Vivo Life. I'm wearing the t-shirt under this, but I'm too cold to take this off. Yeah, so I got my little handies. My handies are cold. <laughs> That's why I gave you a blanket. I've got Pippin here to warm me up as well. But yes, we're now in partnership with Viva Life. You'll see it probably at the beginning of the episode. But in all our bios, there's our affiliate link. And if you follow our website, our link's also on there. And use the code HHT10 for 10% off, please. It really helps us out. And I'll tell you for why, for really high quality plant-based supplements everything's vegan vegan <laughs> i've been using the vitamin drops the liquid drops at the moment nectar for people who don't like swallowing pills not that i recommend swallowing loads of pills for your nutrition but for someone like myself who's plant-based b12 vitamin d and preformed dha omega freeze it's great mm. one of them is orange and it's actually so paying <laughs> does it taste good yeah there was a lemon. But yeah, it's a nice way to get it down if you can't swallow pills. I know a bunch of people that... I had to teach Julian how to. It took like a good few months and he hated me. Like he would have like, he'd be like, I'm trying and then he'd spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, mate. <laughs> he'd get really angry with me, but eventually he did. And he thanks me for it. Yeah, not that. Um, yeah, like I said, we want to be eating a diverse diet and plant foods. But yes, for those... B12, which we which is a big gap, and vitamin D, especially in winter times in England, you don't synthesize much of it. You get cold and sad. <laughs> so you really cold, do. so sad. Seasonal affective disorder. It's rife in our family, isn't it? Well, I think everyone. I think good. most people, everyone gets sad in the winter. Anyone sometimes. who lives in England has it. But yeah, so vitamin D and the mega free, which I've not supplemented for in a while at all. No, so that's really nice to have that. So shout out to them for sending that, but. I would highly recommend them. And what do we else did we get? We got Perform, which is like all so the bells good. and whistles. <laughs> it's even got turmeric in it and black pepper, loads of other jazz. Been putting that in my oats, overnight oats. I'm gonna make a new overnight oat recipe as well. You'll see that on TikTok soon. Uh, yeah, it's great stuff. I've been taking their creatine as well. Um, it was so exciting when we got. That <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, it's great. So please follow the link because it will support us. And it genuinely is such a nice brand, such good stuff. Like, I really do love it. So follow the link, please. No, show us some know. love. <laughs> Look after yourself, buy some stuff. Because <laughs> you, you never know when you're buying supplements off Amazon or elsewhere. You have no, absolutely no idea. Because it's not a regulated industry. Mm-hmm. You could be putting anything in there. Bits of cardboard. <laughs> now you're scaring people. <laughs> <laughs> bits of cardboard, dust, mm. chalk. Mouse beds. Because <laughs> <laughs> they... they... Make use cardboard to make their beds. So oh really yeah. Sort of... So yeah, treat yourself. Look after yourself with high quality bits and bobs. Don't sell for less, especially when it comes to your health. It's not worth doing. I'm speaking to you right now. I've got my intense eyebrows on. <laughs> <laughs> if they can see them. This is true. You can probably hear the tone change though. <laughs> All right. Without further ado, this episode, as you can see by the title, is on processed and refined junk foods. Well, I mean, this is a big topic, but we'll definitely touch on it, on it more in the futures. But um, I'll start by defining, defining, <laughs> defining <laughs> processed foods. They've been altered nutritionally 
altered or refined or stripped away, like nutrients are stripped away, additives are put in, preservatives are added, but there's different levels to it. It could be as simple simple as freezing, pasteurizing vegetables and whatnot. So that's like a base level, but then it obviously does increase to like the ultra processed foods, which are ref- added added refined grains and such, trans fats added, um, additives added. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and obviously refined foods is usually coming from a, a plant food or whatever food. And it's basically just stripping away of its fiber and its vitamins, and its nutrition. For example, any food that's been canned, frozen, or put in packaging, you know, it does require processing in order to preserve it. And I, I mentioned about refined foods. Refined foods are highly processed. So t- say you take a whole grain, you strip away all the fiber, all the vitamins. You're left with white flour, which is a refined carbohydrate. Dr. Greger describes it as nothing good taken away and nothing bad added which is quite a good description generally there are some exceptions there there is tomato juice actually makes lycopene the antioxidant more bioavailable which is really quite interesting you keep a lot of the fiber in tomato juice so bloody mary's and cocoa powder obviously cocoa powder that doesn't have added sugar the removal of the fat makes it easier to absorb yeah (laughs) (laughs) That's how he describes it, and he suggests obviously that the healthiest diet is a whole food plant based diet. Diet really? centered mostly about around whole food plant based diet, and you you sort of got to trust him because he's dedicated his life and his career to reading and studying and sifting through all the best research papers and journals on human nutrition. So if he knows. Out of anyone to know what they're talking about, it's him basically. But he t- talk about obviously he's very good with it, and he talks about what 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 a certain food is it bad compared to what like what are your options because there's yeah. levels to it. I think a lot of people don't realize the options they have. I definitely didn't. Like you have couscous because you know. I knew you were going to talk about bulgur wheat. <laughs> <laughs> We've discovered bulgur wheat. Uh, we went to Tesco a while back, yeah. a couple of weeks ago, and found bulgur wheat. But essentially, bulgur wheat is the same as couscous, except it's better for you. Mm. It's a whole food. But couscous is the one you always think of because you're like, oh, I'm going to have a barbecue. want to make a nice thing with it. You'd immediately go to couscous. But actually, there are so many different options that you don't even know you have because it's not you're not taught any of it. This is true. It's not in the mainstream, is it, bulgur wheat? No. Even though it's so good. Big up Bogui. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Bogui. Oh, I wish. <laughs> I wish that we had more. We need to get some more. But yeah, it, and it's actually double the fibre of quinoa. Is it? Yeah. Mix them together. Even better. We do mix them together. Quinoa has a great amino acid profile. Um, so yeah, we do mix them together. And it's, oh, it's such a good combination. Mm-hmm. And then you put in some roasted veggies or anything you want, really. You could put some beans in there. It's beans, so good greens. With veggies, though. <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant stuff. Where was I? Yeah, Dr. Gregor. But yeah, so that that's how if you haven't this in your head, nothing bad added, nothing good taken away. If, if that's like a mantra you always come back to when you're looking at something. But basically if it's in a packet and there's like more than one ingredient <laughs> it's not ideal. There's always a better option than that. But obviously there's 
you can get packets of things where there's good ingredients compared to you know added trans fats, added sugars and sodium. And on that note of the whole food plant-based lifestyle, I like to talk about veganism and the sort of rap it gets. Because I don't, it's not healthy in and of itself to be vegan or vegetarian because some of the most unhealthy foods are derived from plants. And that would count as vegan. So, for example, refined grains, white flour, high fructose corn syrup. They're, if you eat a diet centred around the standard Western diet, it's not healthy. It can be vegan, but it's not healthy. Or vegetarian and not healthy. Mm-hmm. So that's a, a diff, uh, a distinction I would like to make. Because if you go vegan, you're like, I tried it, but it was terrible for my health. So like, Obviously, if you're not intentionally hitting all the bases nutritionally you see a lot a lot of ex-vegans talking about that lifestyle but if you were to try a mostly or predominantly whole food plant-based lifestyle where you're actually intentional with your nutrition and you're ensuring you meet adequate nutrition daily and you have diversity and obviously you're looking after other areas of of your life it would be a different case entirely and then you don't have like the vegan diet as a scapegoat to blame because it's not exactly fair, is it really? You can't blame a diet. You always have to blame yourself for what you eat within the parameters of that diet. But then remember, there is food anxiety. So people, um, they like to stay in their comfort zone and it can be hard to venture out. I know that because that's how I used to be. Um, I had to baby step it. Like I knew I wanted to go vegetarian, but I knew I didn't like things like courgette, aubergine, mushrooms. So what I did was I cooked them in a way that I would like them and then eventually got to a place where I can eat them basically by themselves without having to feel too uncomfortable about it. And it's all mental. Yeah, you actually train yourself really efficiently. Mm. You're meticulous with the way you did it. So it can be done with anyone, really, introducing more uh, whole plant foods or just how you did it, just individual vegetables that you... Vegetables? <laughs> vegetables. <laughs> vegetables that you don't particularly like or enjoy. You just take your time with it, have a plan. Yeah, it will take some time, but you do train yourself to mm-hmm. like stuff just how you train yourself on processed foods well you don't even it's not really even training yourself it's just repeated it's habits because it's so like extra sensory i would describe it as extra sensory pleasure because it's increased that's not found on this earth anywhere highly processed foods so once you have them it is how, how would I, it intensified the mm-hmm. flavors are intensified and it's intensified by dopamine as well you get an absolute rush of dopamine and they're bigging up each other. And that's why it's so incredible, you know, the the experience people get from food. But you can get that experience from food with whole food plant-based, with mm-hmm. a whole food plant-based diet or just whole foods. Because I feel it's mostly about contrast, really. But your body does come back and your taste buds alter when you switch diet. And then things that you didn't used to enjoy, you thought, oh, it's bland or flavorless or, you know, you, uh, fruit will taste how it's meant to taste rather than in comparison to mm-hmm. a Mars bar or an ice lolly, you know? Yeah, because it's not trying to be that. It is what it is. Exactly. You just have to see that. And you don't have to re- revert yourself back to your natural instincts because mm-hmm. that's what you would be eating. You don't find fruit pastels growing on trees. <laughs> I wish. No, I don't wish. You don't wish that. Although they are vegan now, so big up to them. That's good. But it's not healthy. <laughs> So don't eat them. <laughs> but I hope that makes sense to you. That high level of fat, high sodium, high sugar, your body is used to. It would take months, but you can do it. And then eventually you're... I've done it to myself. 
I've read people who've done it to themselves. You revert back to a natural way of eating where you just need a small amount, a tiny amount of sodium and just a nice array of spices and preparing the food in the right way or just eating whole foods. I just, I'll eat avocado just on its own with black pepper on. Oh, tell me, tell you what, <laughs> avocado's got a place in my heart forever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's really promising and um, encouraging knowing that because going into a diet when you actually, when you see it and you're like, oh, I really don't want to do that. Mm. Like for me, to begin with, I was very reluctant to go plant-based because I love different flavours. I love cheese, I love camembert. And I've eaten salty stuff. But as time has progressed, those cravings have lessened massively and I get more pleasure out of eating other things, like the aubergine, mm. um, when we slice it and bake it like that. That was really so, good. So, so nice. But like a year ago, I wouldn't have been interested. And I find that so encouraging that, you know, you can you can evolve in how you like to eat in a more healthier way without, like... Um, impinging on things you actually enjoy mm. if that makes sense that's what it's all about really taking you from where you are right now and making small changes in order to overall evolve your lifestyle basically change your your preparation methods change just make small changes and that dr gregor did mention a time period in which your body reverts back to his natural ways i think fat refined fat it takes three months your taste buds to alter salt and sugar is like a month or two mm. i might be paraphrasing again <laughs> i think <laughs> it, it's in how not to die though so we'll put we can put it somewhere or link it but i don't i don't know if that's necessary but take my word for it that you do adjust over time because you're not comparing everything to the extra sensory foods that you're eating that's super high in sodium salt and sugar but that is one of the things you hear a lot people bloody love cheese don't they <laughs> cheese is so good I think it was in Game Changers, they were talking about how it binds to a morphine-like receptor in the brain. Does it? And obviously it's high in sodium. It's very high in sodium because of its, uh, the nature of how they make it. Mm -hmm. And obviously it's very high in saturated fat as well. This is the thing. You adapt and then think your cheese changes to something else. <laughs> Nutritional yeast or I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's something you hear a lot more than anything is cheese. <laughs> but there's so many other foods that replace it. Have your other fermented foods like sauerkraut, kimchi, mm. miso. That's quite cheesy. Oh, that's, miso. And the sodium in miso isn't doesn't has, has been shown not to lead to cardiac disease mm. because it's bound obviously with soy. But anywho, that is something you hear a lot. But what I'd say to you is that you can adapt and change your taste buds at any point. Really, it might take a while. It might be difficult, but it's, worth it's also it. for a good cause. So. Mm -hmm. For your own cause and the earth and the cows and the babies. <laughs> and the cows and their babies. But I'll leave that because I've never talked about that somewhat already. But even the World Health Organization has deemed a plant-based diet suitable for all and well appropriate for all ages, including pregnancy, all stages of life, as well as stating that high sodium is one of the biggest risk factors for death. Is it? Worldwide, yeah. And low ve uh, consumption of fruit and vegetables. That, that they estimate, could be attributed to 1.7 million deaths yearly, annually. Oh, my God. Low, f low uh, fruit and veg count, yeah. 
I so mean, that just it sort makes of sense. ties in with the plant-based diet being able to reverse disease and we all know this that we need to eat more fruit and veg and it's more than five it's not five a day <laughs> it's more like 12 a day and eight of them are veg <laughs> that that's that's uh that's something you should keep in mind Now I'm going to move on to the negative effects of processed foods and why they're so unhealthy. Now that I've defined it, maybe you have a better idea of what that would include. And I'm sure you know, deep down, you feel it. You're like, I'm being naughty now. Well, some people are <laughs> not naughty, but you surely know that you're putting something in your body that's not exactly healthy for you. And I mean, it, like I said, there is levels to it, but heavily processed foods are usually high in added sugar added salt, added fat, and all refined usually. It just makes it easier to produce, mass produce. But this can lead to obesity, heart disease, weight gain, diabetes. Did I say that already? You no. didn't say diabetes. <laughs> but there are levels to it. So it could just be a you know, frozen or canned good, as that has been processed somewhat, but not like an ultra-processed uh, ultra food. Because you get those processed cheeses, the plastic cheese. So like a scale of, like from cheese to canned canned pineapple or something. But then there's syrup. also processed baked goods, processed breads, fizzy drinks. Was that that's like additives and uh, corn syrup. Yeah, fizzy drinks are a bad one, aren't they? Because you're drinking calories there. And the f- and it messes up your teeth, like really messes them up. Mm. But these these foods, as, as well as containing refined fat, sugar and salt, they're lacking in nutrients. They are nutrient poor and calorie rich. That's another thing I think Dr. Gregor says. <laughs> God, I'm like his little <laughs> wannabe. <laughs> Not wannabe. I just love him so much. But anyway, they're nutrient poor, but they're rich in sodium, sugar and fat. Refined. So you're not really getting any nutrition when you're eating these these, these items. You're not getting any health-giving properties. You're just getting like a heavy dose of macronutrient, which is not what you want for health or performance, for that matter. And that's why you feel rotten when you eat them. It's like when you eat a big bowl of pasta and you feel bloated and heavy afterwards. It's because basically you just got all that flour mashed up in your Yeah, that's another one, obviously. Processed refined flour, white flour. It's, uh, it's not great. I came across this study when I was reading an article the other day and it was on 20,000 individuals and it stated that just four servings of processed food a day increased the risk of all-cause mortality. So that's every every way of dying, basically. Every additional serving increased the risk by 18%. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, that's harsh. Yeah, it's not good. But it makes sense, doesn't it, really? I know it makes sense, but we'll it's link so that easy to... article study for you if you want to read it. One of the major issues with processed foods is the chemical additives. There's flavorings, colorings, preservatives, um, texturing agents that are added. And if you if you look at the back of a packet, you sort of can. You can see because you can't recognize any of those words and there's usually dozens more additional chemicals that aren't stated they might be put under one like a, under a group just artificial colors 
and they don't have to state any of them, which is so sketchy. Yeah, that's really sketchy. Why would you trust that in any way? And when we're centering our diet around whole plant foods, we don't need any of these ingredients. They're not required. There's usually only one, well, it depends what you're cooking, but you know, you, there's one ingredient in a cabbage, and it's cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. And it's just um, not, not ideal for the body to be filled with these chemicals. It's not healthy. And that's why you feel rotten after you eat it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Added sugar and refined carbohydrate. Added sugar has no nutrition and it's very calorie dense as well. You're refining it from usually from beets, sugar beets, from a whole food into white sugar or a syrup or high fructose corn syrup, sorry commonly found in obviously fizzy drinks baked goods and such they um they're very easy to eat it's very easy to over consume these foods because of like palatability and like i mentioned before extra sensory pleasure and that can very easily lead to obesity diabetes inflammatory disease metabolic syndrome just from over consuming because it's so uh so easy to do Addictive. when you're eating this sort of diet yeah Carbohydrates are an essential part of any diet or any lifestyle. It just depends what where you're getting them from. If you're getting them from like refined bread or refined baked goods, no bueno. <laughs> no bueno. If you're getting them from whole grains, beans, vegetables and fruits, hey, good times. <laughs> because they're bound with a whole plant cell. They're bound with fiber and vitamins and minerals. Whereas the body breaks down refined carbohydrates so fast. Simple carbohydrates are breaking down so fast, leaving, leading to insulin spike and a, a spike in blood, blood sugar. And the symptoms of that are excessive thirst, tiredness, being sick, feeling sick. I could go on. Stomach pain. The shakies. Recurrent um, infections as well. Um, and then the constant spike and drop of blood sugar and insulin can lead to food cravings and low energy as well you're not actually gathering much from it it's always there's no balance to your hormones or your blood sugar but on the flip side healthful healthful sources of carbohydrate like i just said beans grains vegetables and fruits they're they're like i said they're bad in fiber that there isn't so much of an insulin spike they take long to break down the, the insulin spike is blunted, takes a lot longer, you retain more nutrition from it. The fibre that you eat, and eat from it, the fibre you take, ends up making it all the way to your gut and your colon. And there also, there's also many plant compounds, such as flavonoids, anthocyanins, tannins and carotenoids. I feel like you made all of those words up. No. <laughs> Such healthful plant compounds that are anti-inflammatory, anti-carcinogenic, and provide antioxidant effects. So they're super healthy in every way. They, they, they're made for the body to break down rather than refined foods, which are obviously broken down so fast, it makes it too easy for us. <laughs> We've got to eat more difficult. It's like when you put a dog's food in a blood, inside a bloody maze, they have to do Sudoku to get it out. Because they eat too quick. Pippin. We need Pippin to eats so fast. We've got to slow you down, boy. But that's 
a metaphor I've made there. So <laughs> we make it too easy for ourselves. We're going to make it a bit more difficult and eat foods that are healthy and that actually give give us benefits. Is it like these food, these foods, if you eat them in their whole whole quality or whatever, um, it actually gets part of your body to work in a way that it hasn't been working because you've been giving it too easy a time. Is that what you're saying? So your gut needs to work in a different way oh yeah okay foods. so I, w- I will move on to that in a bit but you're right Di- a diverse array of plant fibers requires a different set of bacteria in order to break it down so like you said if you if you eat too much of one type of fi- like, that's why we say diversity is key because then you create a diverse microbiome because you basically increase the numbers of that certain type of bacteria by eating these different plant fibers that's why we do that mm. so you're right but then another point is that ultra processed foods are i've already touched on this a lot low in nutrient compared to whole foods or less processed foods which obviously have nutrition and usually a lot of manufacturers will take a plant food or a whole grain refine it completely strip away all the nutrients and then they actually have to fortify these foods with nutrition so they take everything away <laughs> And then they put it back in artificially, which isn't as bioavailable. And it's obviously not natural in any way um, because all the minerals and uh, vitamins are lost during the processing. <laughs> so if you look at cereal packets, that's one that comes to mind. They'll say vitamin B, vitamin B12, vitamin D, where it is made from a refined grain, most of the time anyway, the, the cereals I'm talking about. And then they have to add everything back in. It's kind of ironic, really. <laughs> Just eat oats or other grains, eat your bulgui or quinoa. Mm. But they're so palatable and they they have added sugar, obviously. So that's simple carbohydrate, added sugar. And they add vitamins back in and they put that in the packet. Slap. You see it, you're kind of healthy then, is it? Lots of cute characters. <laughs> yeah, they pull you in with the tiger. There's tiny. a tiger. There's a little monkey. There's a monkey. <laughs> Like you were saying earlier, we're talking about fibre and the gut and how the gut behaves. Fibre is stripped away. So along with the vitamins and the minerals, the fibre is stripped away from processed foods. For example, white flour comes from a grain, a whole grain, which is eventually turned into a white powder. And that, that, that fibre is something we need to slow down the digestive process and to feed our microbiome. Whereas if you're eating, like you said, pasta, you're not getting any fibre with that. Like their processed foods are low in fiber, and I've just finished reading Fiber Fueled, so <laughs> it's uh it's fresh in my mind. Our gut needs we call it prebiotics, so the soluble and insoluble fiber that you get from whole plant foods. Prebiotics are what your gut bacteria feed on, and you could call that the probiotics. But in their, in your gut, they're just the bacteria. So you need prebiotics and probiotics, and they actually create postbiotics such as short chain fatty acids which do so much it, and basically you want you want to feed your gut as many different prebiotics so you have as many different probiotics in your gut and then you'll create more healthful compounds and your gut won't be in dysbiosis you'll 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 actually have balance freeze room <laughs> <laughs> you actually have balance in your life because say if you take the standard western diet which is low in fiber the standard Western gut is in d- dysbiosis. 
which you could call uh, unbalance or imbalance, where we uh, we don't want to be there, especially since we know more and more about the gut now. Some of you might have heard more about the gut, that 90% of our serotonin is, is formed in the gut, something like 70% of dopamine. Really? Don't quote me on that, but n- about 90%. And it's no wonder that in the West, depression and anxiety are so rife, where we don't think about our gut health or we don't know to eat a diverse array of plant foods or include prebiotics in our diet either. It's um, it's pretty sad, really. And over 70% of the immune system resides in the gut. So if that's compromised, generally your health will be compromised. Mm-hmm. So I hope I've created a picture of the gut and why it's so important that we look after it and why so many people will be feeling ill health or unwell or low energy because of their gut or feeling a low mood because of their gut. It's really no wonder that so many people experience mental health issues such as depression or anxiety when their gut isn't then their gut isn't being looked after. This is why we need to nurture our microbiome and feed it what it needs, a diverse array of plant foods and plant fibres in order to build up diversity and strengthen the gut. And also, it's not just plant fibres. You want to eat prebiotic foods. We mentioned these earlier, but that's sauerkraut, kimchi, miso, tempeh. What else? Make mention kombucha, but that's not. I don't recommend that much, I to be honest. It. I recommend If you like drinking fizzy it. stuff, then fine, go for it. But we're talking about diversity and uh, probiotics as well. So have a play around, maybe ferment your own foods or or just buy them and eat them. Try them out. It's such a good addition to a salad, kimchi or sauerkraut. Or sauerkraut. So good. Just be aware of the sodium you get from it. But yeah, I want to shout out Fiberfield because I did read that recently. And yeah, it, it, after reading that, it's all a lot clearer about how you want to operate and how you want your lifestyle and your diet to be in order to nurture your gut. So keep that in mind. When you're going about your day, eat enough fibre. You'll do bigger poos as well. You can boast to your friends. Is that what people do? That's what you know. do. <laughs> no, I don't think. Yes, I do. do. I do. But it 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 will, eating more fibre also, it will increase stool size, but it will help clean out the colon. It's like a and take pad. anything that's left over with it. So rather than everything just sliding out, bad times <laughs> you're actually cleaning up you're cleaning up yourself you're feeling your gut and it's all good i touched on this earlier but talking more on the nature of processed foods they're so easy to chew and swallow it makes it so easy to overeat put yourself in a caloric surplus gain weight put yourself at risk for heart disease obesity diabetes whereas with a whole food like I've mentioned, it's the digestion has slowed down a lot and we actually need to chew it a lot more. And it's lowering calories, like I've said, but very rich in nutrients rather than slurping down a bloody hot dog. <laughs> you barely have to chew it. Yeah. And this, will, I'm going to take this back to James Ness's breath where some really interesting studies on... I can't remember the studies, but really interesting information on how chewing changes the shape of the face and how it actually increases bone in the jaw increases muscle in the jaw and increases the airwaves airways sorry improved breathing because if you look in any other traditional tribes they don't have dental work or orthodontists mm-hmm. <laughs> they uh and their teeth fit in the 
fit in their mouth perfectly. And that's this is what what was he what does he call it? James Nestor wore a homeo block, which basically instead of trying to straighten the teeth and align them that way, I think it was early orthodontics they they created the homeo block to increase the size of sort of expand the size of the mouth and then the teeth fit. But that would naturally happen if we're chewing a lot every day and we're not eating processed foods. And then over evolution, eating processed foods and breathing out the mouth predominantly changed the shape of the face. You can actually notice it. Smaller jaw, the teeth are crooked. It's uh, That's natural day evolution. <laughs> Last but not least, I'm going to talk about trans fats and just fats in general, but it's cheap fats usually from vegetables or sunflower oil, and they add hydrogen in to make them more solid. They're artificial fats, essentially. They're unrecognised by the body. They increase the amount of inflammation in the body. They reduce good cholesterol and they increase bad cholesterol. So all round bad. Yeah. You you find them in these baked goods, ones with and biscuits, you know, foods that have a long shelf life. Um, not just those, but that's what they are. You no, know, veg cheap vegetable oils that are highly refined with added hydrogen, and they're li also linked, or they've been associated with increased risk of heart disease and type two diabetes. So they're all round just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Scary. So sketchy. They've been outlawed in certain places really but yeah no one really should eat them it's not it's not great for you so just be aware of that also when you go about your life if you need oil all right have a less refined cold pressed olive oil but that's not i wouldn't recommend that as a health food at all try and eat just olives <laughs> <laughs> but if you need oil that's one of the healthiest options i think that is the healthiest option cold pressed less refined um so that's that's a change i make because all these other oils derived from vegetables or sunflower it's such a crazy refining process there's no nutrition at least for olive oil there is somewhat a minute amount of nutrition you can gain from it but overall i wouldn't recommend because it's so high in calories comparing that to its nutrient uh, profile it's very poor righto Anything else? So I, I've, throughout this podcast, I've touched on little changes you can make here and there. And obviously with the oils, sw making a switch to a less refined oil. Other ways you do it, make, mentioned couscous earlier. And I, I've made a tutorial on grains, but I'll make another one on bulgur wheat. But I really just use the absorption method. And that's how I cook my grains. And there's so many different whole grains out there. Bulgur wheat, buckwheat, quinoa, barley. It's uh, you really just have fun with it and try one and see what you like. Don't pigeonhole yourself into eating white rice all the time, because white rice is refined, it increases it's stripped down from a whole grain, and it causes a spike in insulin as well and spike in blood sugar. Whereas I don't, I don't, I don't miss it at all. When I'm eating any dish, if it's chili or bolognese, I will have it with whole grains, and I love it. It is. Meg, what do you think? It's I great, it isn't it? Yeah. No, genuinely. <laughs> but if you like your pasta, you can go for a whole grain pasta or red lentil pasta. And then you're getting legumes in as well then. What else? What else? Just make your switch from these processed foods. There's simple switches. So there's the obvious ones where breakfast cereal, don't eat them. 
move to overnight <laughs> oats, follow my recipe, or just porridge, or switch to any other grain. Make smoothie bowl. Smoothie bowl, yeah. And with a smoothie, obviously, you retain all the fibre rather than the juice. So that sort of covers processed foods and the negative effects, and also replacements you can make. And why I advocate for a predominantly whole food plant-based diet, because there's so many reasons for it. There's, there's levels above these processed foods, and hopefully you'll take away in your own day-to-day in your lifestyle ways in which you can make some swaps from something that is processed to less processed or to a whole food, ideally. And I, I would say to you, notice how you feel if you do eat processed foods. Notice how you feel after, whether you're lacking in energy or you crash or really try and take a closer look and make intentional swaps. That's what I would say. And keep following my TikTok, our TikTok. There's a homework. I ha- I don't have any homework today. No homework. Nice. <laughs> no homework. You're on holiday now. Follow our TikToks. I put, I put recipes on there and I'll put more recipes on Instagram as well. That might give you some ideas. I think that's it. So, as always, this was recorded at the barn on a new wall. <laughs> on the opposite wall, actually. <laughs> it was pretty beautiful. I've enjoyed it. I feel, it feels nice doing it here. Thank you, Meg, for producing and editing. That's all right. Thanks to Atlas Audio and Julian Kirk for composing and all the, the audio engineering. Thank you to Harriet. And happy birthday, Harriet. <laughs> I know it's your birthday today, so when this comes out, it's not your birthday anymore, but... <laughs> Happy birthday and thanks for your amazing artwork because, yeah, I mean, everyone would have seen the new thumbnail and the rebranding. Oh, makes me happy. So, yeah, thank you very much and much love.